0: Hello, this is Pastor Manning, welcoming you to the Beacon of Hope podcast. Today, I have a thought for you on the God's mission in music. You know, God is the creator. He's, by the fact that he's creator, he has a determination, in other words, a purpose and plan and what he has done and what he does. And God created a very powerful thing when he created music. Music has a purpose. The purpose is not entertainment. Um, not amusement. <clears throat> it's, uh, it is, it can be a blessing and there's a joy associated with it when it's the right stuff. But God very expressly tells what his mission is in music. And that's found in Colossians chapter three, verse 16. I'll read the verse to you and make a couple of comments on it. It says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Um, the verse begins with the word let. In other words, it's a conscious choice that you have to do this thing. And then what you're letting, you're letting the word of Christ dwell in you richly. It Dwell is to inhabit or to to take up your abode. Dwell in you richly means it permeates. It's not a scarcity, but it's an abundance in your life. And the word of Christ is in there. Then when the word of Christ is in us, it comes out and there's something that enhances or works together with that word to strengthen or to uh, give us give us the uh, uh, spiritual health we need, and it says the word of Christ dwells in us richly in all wisdom, then how do we do this? We are teaching and admonishing one another. To teach, the daskos is to instruct, just as what you would think of, normal teaching, And then to admonish is to reprove gently. In other words, to, uh, turn the steering wheel only far enough to bring the car back on course. Just to bring into, into proper play. Teaching and admonishing one another. Then how do we do it? In Psalms. Psalms are the song, the, uh, the Bible set to music. It's scripture that is sung that's what we're supposed to teach and then hymns the best definition you can study hymnology and and when you do this you'll find that the best working definition of a hymn is a song that pertains to God both in the music and in the uh, uh, lyrics that is fitted for congregational singing it's it's songs that can be sung well by a group uh, sung well by a larger group, and uh that's what a a hymn is uh It's interesting that before Jesus went out to the mount of olives to to Gethsemane and such he they sung a, he sung a uh sung a hymn uh, that night before he's crucified he sung a hymn with the uh, uh with the disciples before he went out. Then it says psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs spiritual song is one that emphasizes the spirit and not the flesh it's not a flesh driven song but a spirit song, singing with grace, singing with grace, Uh, grace towards others, grace being the recipients of God's grace, grace in your hearts to the Lord. Our main singing is not to man, it's to the Lord. Even though we are teaching and admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, we are teaching and admonishing one another while we sing unto the Lord. He is the object of the song, he is the recipient of the song. He is the, uh, he is the initiator of the song. And as we do this, we find that God teaches us on an interesting level. Uh, as a preacher of the gospel for many years now, I have found that some of the best thoughts I have had about scripture, some of the most helpful messages that I've been able to bring to a congregation have come or the, the beginning of them, they were birthed while I sang the songs of God, while I listened to the song of God, uh, of course, study things spring out of my day by day study, but there's two other areas where, where messages come or thoughts come, then, then the study and the scripture brings the message together. Uh, those two areas are listening to preaching good, hard, strong, uh, instructional Bible preaching. And the other one is, the songs of God, as as God's grace fills my heart, as I sing to the Lord. It's like the Lord opens my spirit and, and thoughts are brought up from the scripture, uh, I'm fortified for the day, strengthened to be able to help others. God wants that for you also. And he wants us as a body to strengthen and build one another with the Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Unfortunately, as God's music is being replaced by a corrupted and perverted version of what's called Christian music, the CCM music. Uh, when I was younger in the Lord, they just called it Christian rock. In this deadly perversion of trying to bring together the sensuality and the corruption of the world's ungodly music, uh, together with uh, words that are supposed to glorify the God of holiness. Um, when this corruption is brought in and it's got the ascendancy, it is what all, most of the churches are doing. It is it is corrupting and perverting. As it goes in, uh, the people of God are losing a great heritage and they're also uh, being, being uh, uh, made bereft in their souls. The knowledge of the scriptures going down, love for the words going down. Why? Because a key component of what God has designed to make us stronger and better is being taken away and being replaced by something that is not of God's design. May God give us sense enough to speak to each other, to teach one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And may God receive the, uh, uh, the worship and the praise and the honor that's due him as we do these things with grace in our heart unto the Lord. As it says in the book of Psalms, Selah, in other words, think on these things.